you said. Yeah. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sirs. Good morning, ma'am. May the Lord bless us all in Jesus' name. Amen. Good morning, sir. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much, sir, for this uh, privilege. And uh, thank you all for being on the call uh, today. And thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. Uh, thank you, Pastor Camilla. Bless the, you, sir. One of the ways I learn my scriptures is when uh, a scripture is called. Uh, most times, if I've heard it before, there's a way it's called, and then it just stays uh, with me. Uh, the open scripture that says, my voice will hear in the morning. As soon as you call that scripture, I knew in my heart that this would be a permanent scripture in my heart. Thank you very much, ma'am. And oh, then as we were singing, uh, a song that came to mind was this one that says, my voice will you hear in the morning it just along that line my voice my voice will hear in the morning in the morning when i wake up i know your love is here for me and so on and so forth amen amen i know i have a sister in the lady cook but won't take that now praise <laughs> the lord hallelujah <laughs> Within the time that I have, I will be sharing on what I title double check. Double check. Double check simply means that I say something to you, you check with the Holy Spirit because that is the best gift that you have as a believer. The best gift unbelievers have is salvation. But for us who are saved by the grace and mercy of God, the best gift Jesus left for us is the gift of the person of the Holy Spirit, uh, whom he has given unto us to, uh, for this Christian race and Christian work. So double check simply means that I come to you, I say something to you, you are in your heart, you are asking Holy Spirit, what is, what, what is the real thing here? Holy Spirit, am I hearing the right thing? Holy Spirit, is it a good counsel? Holy Spirit, is it a, a, the best advice? Holy Spirit, is it your word for me? Holy Spirit, is it a confirmation? Holy Spirit, should I take this on board? Holy Spirit, guide me. Let me see light because in your light, I see light. Thank you, Father. Amen. 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 So to double check simply means that we have to take it to Jesus in prayer. So a song uh, arises up in my heart as I am thinking of this, and the popular hymn that we know, we all know, I will see if I can quickly post it for us to sing it. It says something like, what a friend we have in Jesus. Oh. What a friend, a friend we, have we have in Jesus. Oh, Oh, 
we find? Can, Can we, we find a Satisfy the desire of every living thing, especially Amen. with your children. Mm. Daddy, we thank you for waking us up this morning. Thank we you, thank Lord. you for all the mercies, all the compassion you. that you have packed into you. today for us. We receive the thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you because you will lead us in the way we will go today in the thank name you. of Jesus. Amen. Thank you because Amen. as you whisper, as you nudge at our heart, as you prompt us by your spirit, we'll pick your voice like good sheep of your pasture and obey you promptly that it might be well with us in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank our you, Lord. Our standby, our helper, our teacher, our Thank you, Lord. God on this eternity. That it receive our thanks in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, God, as we spend a few minutes and pray. Lead us by your spirit indeed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. On the mercy of God and on the blood of Jesus to Amen. speak for us this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Almighty God. Let Thank your word you, encourage us. Let your word challenge us. Let Amen. your word impact us in Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' Amen. precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Okay, let's go. Now, beloved brethren, I'm going to read a portion of scripture that uh, you might have heard or you might have read or you might have had sermons on now and again. But I want us to look at it uh, based on the topic for today. 
double check. Second Samuel chapter 13, verses 1 to 7, I believe, yes. Second Samuel chapter 13, verses uh, 1 to 7. And I'll be reading from the New Living Translation of the Bible. Now, David's son, Absalom, had a beautiful sister named Tamar, or Tamar, and Amnon, her half-brother, who is also David's uh, older son, fell desperately in love with her. In that culture, in those days, it was something that was common. You could marry your cousin, you could do all of that, you know, but I don't know what happens today. Amnon became so obsessed with Tamar that he became ill. She was a virgin, and Amnon thought he could never have her. Verse 3, but Amnon had a very crafty friend. Now pay attention. His cousin, Jonadab. He was the son of David's brother, Shimea. One day, Jonadab said to Amnon, what's the trouble with you? Why should the son of a king look so dejected morning after morning? So Amnon told David, I am in love with, my, with Tamar, my brother, Absalom's sister. Well, Jonadab said, I will tell you what to do. Go back to bed and pretend you are ill. What, what an advice. When your father comes to see you, ask him to let Tamar come and prepare some food for you. Can you see that? Tell him you, you, you will feel better if she prepares it as she watch and feeds you with her own hand. What a grievous, what a, what a, what a demonic advice. So Amnon laid down and pretended to be sick, which means he took the advice of his cousin. And when the king, his father, David, came to see him, Amnon asked him, replaying the same demonic advice that was given to him, please, daddy, let my sister Tamar come and cook my favorite dish as I watch. Then I can eat it from my hand, from, from my own hand. It means that the plan has been established. They're just playing it out. So David, who was not, uh, whose spirit was probably uh, dead or not alive at that moment, look at what happened to him. So David agreed. He didn't check with God and sent Tamar to Amnon's house to prepare some food for him. Here is David, who is always quick to find out from God before he goes for any battle. Say, God, should I pursue? Will I overtake them? Will I win? God will say, pursue. He will go to, he will go to God and say to God, God, I'm going. These people, uh, as I'm running away from Saul, are they going to betray me? God will tell them that they will betray you, and God will give him strategy. But in his household, that's why at times as pastors, as ministers of God, and in our houses, in our homes, sometimes we let down the gauntlet. Sometimes we, when we come back home, we think that the spirit has lifted, so we are we are normal. So that those things that we, we are those things that we pray for as we go to church for our spirit man to be heightened, we just relax. Then the child comes to you and tells you something, but because you have you have stepped out of the spirit, you re, you respond in the flesh. Praise the Lord. I believe God for you and for me that will be permanently aware, will be permanently in the spirit because we are spirit beings. Double check. Why do we need to double check? Or what do we need to double check? We need to double check our decisions. We need to double check the advice 
and the counsel of others. We need to double check even our own feelings to make sure we are not acting based on the flesh or on the feelings. We need to double check because we are not alone. Jesus, our Messiah, promised us in John chapter 14 and verse 18. John chapter 14 and verse 18, he says, I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Now imagine, why would you come to me, Jesus? You came and you went to heaven. So how would you come to me? He said, I will come. He said, I will pray my father. He will give you another one that is comparable with me. Comparable ask me, the Holy Spirit. So we need to double check because there is so much evil out there in this wicked world. There is so much evil. You turn on the TV. Before you spend 10 minutes on the news, you hear something demonic. You turn on the radio before, as the news is going on, before they finish the news, newscasting, you will hear something evil, something bad, something terrible. Amen and amen. Mm. No wonder the Bible tells us in um, Psalm 74 and verse 20. Psalm 74 and verse 20. It says, have respect unto the covenant for the dark places of the world are full of the habitation of cruelty. Are full of the habitations of cruelty. One translation says, uh, horrible things are happening in every corner of the world. Mm. Horrible things. That is why we need to check. We are going away to check. We, are, we, are, we need to check. Just be spiritually alert. Just be spiritually conscious. Amen. We have a better advocate. We have a better advisor. We have a better counselor who always gives us the best advice and the best counsel. And who is this best advisor? He is the Holy Spirit of God. The Lord Jesus assured us of the help of the Holy Spirit in John chapter 14 and verse 6. John chapter 14 and verse 6. He says, and I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, another friend, another standby, that he may abide with you forever, that he may be with you forever. So the helper and the friend is the Holy Spirit. Right there where you are, I want us to acknowledge it. It's, mm -hmm. As believers, we are so accustomed to the Father and to the Son that even mm -hmm. in our in our years and years of experience as Christians, we, we will sometimes leave the Holy Spirit out of the equation. I want us to acknowledge Him right now and say, Holy Spirit, I acknowledge you as my best friend. I acknowledge you as my best helper. I acknowledge you as my story 
you know, although it's full of negativity, but there's something we need to pick up from that story. That at mm. times, when we do things today, it may have an effect on generations on mm. And Jesus warned us in Matthew mm. chapter 10 and verse 36, Matthew 10 36, he says that a man's enemies will be those of his own household. Mm. You won't tell me that uh, uh, um, Jonadab was a good friend in that context. He wasn't a good nephew. He wasn't a good cousin. He wasn't a good brother at all to Amnon. Why would he give that kind of counsel? Why would he give that kind of counsel? You know, so we're going to pray and say, Father, deliver me from pretenders and unfriendly friends. In the name of Jesus. Let's go and pray that prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. Deliver my household. Deliver me, Lord. Deliver my household. Deliver my household. Deliver my household. Deliver my household. Deliver my children. Deliver my friends. Deliver my friends. Deliver my friends. Deliver we have prayed. Amen. Now, household enemies, household unfriendly friends may include but not limited to members of a family. Friends and associates, colleagues, church members, business associates, uh, 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 people, uh, uh, acquaintances that we see there, you know, they may form all of that. But guess what? But guess what? There is deliverance. There is what? There is deliverance. The Bible tells us, it said, I will help you. It said, behold, I will help you. It said, with my righteous right hand, I will sustain you. With my righteous right hand, I will lead you. We are going to pray and say, Father, deliver me from household enemies. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. Household enemies. In the name of Jesus, Lord. Deliver Whatever and look at the, the, the beautiful young girl, Tema. Mm. Beautiful young girl that had a great future. That had a great, amazing future ahead of her. Look at what happened to her. Because the moment she was raped, nobody could never, she could never marry. And, so, and, and that was the end of her story. That was the end of her color future, future. Because no man, no man, you know, in those days in Israel, I mean, it was like a close-knit family. News, news traveled very fast. Amen. Just like in Dublin here, news travels very fast. Praise the Lord. We are going to pray and say, Father, please, 
Don't let my innocence be taken advantage of by anyone in the name of Jesus. Father, please don't let the innocence of my children, of my grandchildren, be taken advantage of by anyone. In fact, as your gospel, as the ministers, as the ministers of the gospel, don't let our innocence be taken advantage of by church members, by fellow ministers, in the name of Jesus. Father, please don't let our innocence be Remember, as I was reading that text, I said David let down the gauntlet and he walked into the gallery. He walked into the gallery. He didn't check with God because now here is his son who, who I mean, who is obviously sick. He goes into checking just like any parent would do. Like your child didn't go to school yesterday. You are promptly, you will go this morning to go to their room, check up on them. So he went there innocently. And in this innocence, he just walked into the gallery. Whereas Jonadab, was must have been must have been smiling sheepishly because he, he knew that as David went into that place, I'm sure he'll be hanging around and be watching David. Amen. You know, mm-hmm. as, as Jonadab as David's nephew must have been having unhindered uh, 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 unhindered access to the palace. You know, uh, as a family member, so he knew everybody. In, he knew who was so he knew he knew what people. I mean, he knew what he was doing. In all of that, he was one person that he was the only one that knew what he was doing. Amen. He saw David, how David treated some of his children who were sick in the past. How he would go in the morning to check up on them. If they didn't go to school, how he would check, you know, he knew all of that. So that, that was why he gave that demonic advice. So you are going to pray and say, Father, deliver me from anyone who watches to use my pattern and way of life for my downfall. That prayer is this, you know. Jonathan was used to them. He knew who was who. He knew David, you know, I'm sure he spent some holidays with them as well. So we're going to say, Father, deliver me from anyone who watches me to use my patterns, to use my way of life for my downfall. In the name of Jesus, deliver my children from anyone who watches me to I was, as we were praying, I was reminded of a story of one of our fathers in the Lord. He loved a particular drink. And one day, you know, so what happened was, what happened was that, what used to happen was that anytime he we went for a program where he, did, he didn't eat anywhere, everywhere, but, you know, from time to time, if it was a good setting, he, would, he might eat. 
So there was this day, he got there, as he was going in, people were, ah, 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 ah pastor is here, pastor is here. Somebody said, what have you said with the table? And then somebody said, oh, I know he wants to drink, please go and, go and get this particular drink. He said he had it, he had it from outside. He said, ah, so they know what I drink, you know, patterns of our life. So they went to get his drink. He said that was the last day, that was the last day he stopped drinking that particular brand of drink. So now nobody knows what he drinks. Praise the Lord. That's how that people watch us. Praise the Lord. May people not watch us to use our ways and patterns to bring us down in the name of Jesus. Amen. Therefore, in this story is this, as we begin to bring the word to and the prayer to a close. Why was David, the friend of God, the celebrated friend of God, not aware of the evil plan of his young nephew? Hmm. It's several reasons. But one of them is that he was in the flesh. He was just his normal, regular David, the king. Not the David the prophet. Not the David, uh, uh, the friend of God on this occasion. We are going to pray and say, Father, increase and heighten my spiritual sensitivity in all situations. In the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray. My spiritual sensitivity in all situations. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. In all situations. In all situations. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, in this story, there are so many things we can, there are so many things we can bring out, and we can spend days and days dissecting this story, applying the, the, the lessons there to our own lives. I don't know about you. There are times look at your children or your grandchildren, or you know, and you begin to see some pattern, either some pattern in you or some pattern in your wife, or even some pattern in your parents that might have died or that may have, I mean, that may have died or something. You just notice that, ah, this pattern in my family, look at this thing, is, this thing is wearing its ugly head. That is when you are spiritually sensitive. Amen. You know? Now, let's look at it. So, I, I don't know why uh, David was not sensitive, but I begin to wonder why the detailed account of this story of rape of an innocent girl that was put in that, why was that written for us? Several reasons. Mm. Remember, in, in, in Second Samuel chapter twelve, David, when kings will be going to war, he, that he, he took a leave of absence. You know, he took a day off. He was uh, mm. maybe on sick leave or whatever. He didn't, he didn't go to war. He was strolling on his back body, and he saw a naked woman. Mm. And then, I mean, uh, loss of the eyes and all of that, and uh, we know all, what happened. He, not only did he commit adultery. With the woman taking her forcefully, he also arranged for the death of the woman's innocent husband. Can you see? Mm. Uh, one for the price of two, or two for the price of one. Mm. You know, took the woman, commit adultery, commit adultery, arranges for the husband to die. So, if you look at this pattern now, I, I remember God told him 
that David, <laughs> this thing you have done, and if it was somebody else, I would, I would take it lightly. But for you, you, you did it in secret. Something should happen to you in the open. Brethren, we saw what happened. That was what that was the woe that befell the house of David. He said, Look, for in your house, they will sleep with your wife in the open, and it happened like that. Amen. So the stories of the rape of his daughter is one of the results of his own action. In other words, the, the sin of the father was bestowed on the innocent child, innocent daughter. So we are going to pray and say, Father, help me not to do anything that my children and the sin that we pay for in the name of Jesus. now, if you look at that story, that was the end of almost everyone in that story except David. After that, huh. after that portion, we never heard about Tamar again. We never heard about Amnon again. And by the way, Amnon was the firstborn. He was the firstborn of, uh, of, um, of King David. What happened was this. For two years, Absalom, you see, household enemies. Absalom did not utter a word. He planned it out. Two years. After two years, when, when the dust had settled on everything, he mm. organized a party, got his brother there, brother Amnon there. The firstborn of David, he lost he lost his head. He lost his destiny because of what? Because he couldn't bridle his emotion. Because he couldn't control himself because of his, his, his negative passion. Praise mm. God. So David's flaws, what are, what are the flaws of David there? His unbridled and uncontrolled passion was passed over to his son. Deceit mm. and cunning. You see, there, there was deceit there. Remember, that, that was deceit as well. They deceive him. They deceive him. He deceived his father. The same thing David did. He deceived he, 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 Uriah, the, 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 the Hittite, the husband of uh, Bathsheba. You know, he told the Jewish uh, Joab, the, 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 uh, the word to Joab, as you know, it's good thing where the, the path to the spheres. You see, deliberately, the man died. They killed the man so that it will be traced to him. But God, who sees and knows, he rewarded David accordingly. And he did everything in secret, but the consequence was open for all to see. The rape of his daughter, the kill of Amnon, and then how Absalom 
became a thorn in his flesh. Amen and amen. As I as amen. I as I as we now round up, a scripture came to mind or mm. comes to mind, and that scripture is in I believe in Philippians 3, verse 10. It said, It is God who works in us both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Let's pray, let's take ourselves to God and say, Father, walk in me. Go mm-hmm. to will and to do of your good pleasure for the rest of my life. Father, in the name of Jesus, Amen. 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 Amen.